All right, welcome back to the Red Triangle Sports Podcast. We're talking Sons of Fantasy Football. It's been a long off season, and uh, we are two weeks from our keeper deadline. It's Sunday, August twelfth. As we run this, it's been a long time since we all got together and spoke um, about this league. I guess we've probably talked recently, just maybe not about this league. Um, joining me <clears throat> from the Steel Curtain, Eddie Mitchum. It's good to be here, Matt. It's nice to get to take that first. Also, yeah. also joining Shane Stein from Teabag, Take Your Ball and Go Home. Yeah, I think he's going to win a major before he's done. I think he's got one left in him after watching him these last two tournaments. It's definitely starting to come around. Even if, even if not being a bad throw, it was pretty awesome today. Yeah. Uh, some good stuff. And he still played horrible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he didn't hit the fairway in the front nine and shot 64. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guy's a 14-time major winner, and this was his best Sunday round ever in a major. Too, which and, is incredible. And that means it's no longer good enough. Can we, oh, yeah. Know? Yeah, I mean, the, the... It's the best he's ever done, and it's no longer good enough. By you saying that means you don't know anything about sports, so you literally lost all relevance to this time. It's the best he's ever done, and it's no longer good enough. The 64 is good enough. It's the, the, the Thursday round. And he really could have had a 62 if he gets two more rotations... On two different putts. Yeah. But. The green didn't break right instead of left, and he thought it was breaking right instead of left. And, you know. <laughs> are you guys ex- you guys excited for fantasy football? Yeah, man. It's August. Guys are going down like flies. I love <laughs> it. That time of year. Let's yeah. Supreme athletes getting eaten alive by the turf monster. Shane, are you excited? Of course. Of course, always excited for the next football to start. That's good. Wasn't sure. Wasn't sure because I didn't know if you knew who was on the teams and everything. I don't. I don't know who's on everyone's teams, but I'm going to know shortly. All right. Good to show. All right, so we got two weeks till the draft, <clears throat> one week till the keeper deadline. Um, I was so excited. I tried to get the keeper deadline pushed up a week. That didn't happen, though. Um, otherwise, it's been a relatively quiet offseason in Sons of Fantasy. What? Sorry, John. I can't wait to send an email out keeping Gurley and Kamar. Just a, one last knife and all of us. You literally can't wait. I'm going to wait until the very end in case one of them gets eaten alive by the turf monster. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited to keep those two guys. <clears throat> um, we had a couple offseason trades. Uh, the franchise goes ahead and gets Zach Ertz, moves uh, Dalvin Cook to the curtain. They also got Travis Kelsey from me for $7 of draft cash for next year. And the other trade we saw was this week between the Patriots and the Mad Dogs, just keeping alive their fantasy baseball trade love fest. Uh, and they um, 
exchanged Jordan Howard going over to the Patriots for $8 of draft cash. So a little bit that happened there. Um, I'm sure we'll get into those moves when we get to each team. So let's... What? Oh, yeah, you did make a trade. Uh, Hunt for Rodgers, Jones Bros, no, Jones Bros, Teabag, and uh, Team Ice Cream. Ice Cream sends uh, Rodgers over to Teabag for Cream Hunt. That was like a month ago, man. That's a long time. Did I miss anybody else? I believe that was it. All right. So we'll go one by one through each team and uh, just talk about what we thought their keepers would be last year based on the podcast and see if we feel differently about their team now. Um, we'll go in reverse order of the power rankings that we did way too early last year in uh, December. So we'll start off with the franchise. We had them in the 12 spot as the worst keepers. And at that time, we had them keeping Dalvin Cook and James Garoppolo. That is no longer happening, obviously. Dalvin Cook's no longer on the team. And he went out and got two of the best three tight ends in football uh, to now have as his keepers. So let's talk about the franchise. First, I guess I'll kick it over to Ed. What did you think about um, what Ty did? And knowing that you were in one of those two deals that he made. Um, I guess he's going to run the two tight end set. I sold him hard on the fact that I thought Zach Ertz had a good shot at being the number one tight end. I do firmly believe that. I believe that last year is why I picked him. Um, I know he told me he had concerns about keeping Cook at the $33 price range after an ACL so he was never really too keen on keeping him um, but yeah I mean he made the move sent Cook over to me which is fine um, I don't know about adding Kelsey on the back end of that I guess the keepers aren't great so I guess it makes sense for 7 bucks I don't know what Kelsey's price tag is though so Kelsey's price tag, I believe, is 18. 17. So he's got Kelsey for 17 and Ertz for 19. With a 218 start. So he's got 182 left in the bank. Not bad. You could do worse. You could keep Eddie Lacy and um, Paul Perkins. So. I think it's safe to say the franchise are in a better state this year than they were in 2017. Yes. It's safe to say. Uh, I don't know that I'd ever really be thrilled about keeping two tight ends as my two keepers, but I mean, if you're going to keep two, I mean, these are probably the two that you want. <laughs> they're the two. Yeah, they're the two safest tight ends in football, most likely. Um. Gronk, you can make the argument he's better, but there's obviously a lot more risk with the big man in New England. So, Kelsey and Ertz, pretty safe. 
And I think that's about what we expect from Ty. You know, we don't he's not a guy that's gonna go out there and take a ton of risks. And he's now he's got a pretty good base for his team to go out and add to it at the draft. So um feel a lot better about him doing that than keeping cooking Jimmy G at the end of last year. So I think that you don't want to keep a quarterback um, unless it's one of the top ones in the league. So um, we'll, Then we'll move over to <clears throat> the St. Louis Patriots. Shane's second favorite franchise. Third behind his own and um, the Seawolves. So Papa Kaz is there in third. And last year we had him keeping Matt Stafford and Marvin Jones. Now, Papa Kaz just traded for Jordan Howard. So my question to you guys is, do you think Howard... Well, Howard obviously will bump one of those guys out. Who do you think it is? I think it's obviously Marvin Jones. So you think he keeps Stafford and Howard? I think so. Yeah, for me, I believe he's going to keep Stafford. You know, Papa Kaz loves Matt Stafford. He does. Stafford's his boy. Um, he likes having that solid quarterback. And Stafford's not sexy by any means, but you feel pretty safe with Stafford there. I mean, Marvin Jones, he'd be a tough guy for me to throw back because he's $1. But um, <clears throat> I guess last year, too, we also didn't know about Jarek McKinnon, who's still on Papakaz's team. McKinnon is now apparently the lead dog in San Francisco. He's got a mid-20 price tag, um, but also went down with a knee and knee strain today, so I'm not sure that's in play. And Papakai is also now down a little bit of money, so he might be trying to save some bucks there with Stafford. So, How do you guys feel about McKinnon? You never have to preface in this podcast with I'll be honest because it's all we do. All we do out here is throw honest takes. So yes. Um I like McKinnon, but I don't think he's gonna hold up for two hundred and fifty touches. Just doesn't seem like that type of runner for me. So not a feature back. He's not think he could put up Tevin Coleman like numbers in Mr. Shanahan's system though so but that to me isn't a keeper and it's definitely not a second round pick 
Um, the next team we had in reverse order of our power rankings is Team Ice Cream. Another team that's obviously not going to have the same keepers. We Last year we had them pegged for Carson Wentz and Deion Lewis. So they now add Kareem Hunt. So what say you people about the Ice Cream keepers? You got him keeping Wentz and Hunt? Keeping Wentz and Hunt, yeah. I mean, obviously not going to trade for Hunt if you're not going to keep him? Yeah, Hunt's, Hunt's a keep. I, I have a premonition that he's not going to keep Wentz, but... Uh, that remains to be seen. We have a week left till we'll find that out for sure, but I think we could see Christian McCaffrey sliding into that spot. Eddie? Um, I think I keep once. <clears throat> Five dollars. I am the furthest from a McCaffrey truther. I made that known in last year's draft, and I stand in the same position. And I'm even further from a McCaffrey truther. With the fact that I think they're going to increase his workload. I think that dude breaks in half this year. Yeah. Um, McCaffrey keeping him at 42. It's a big price tag. Um, I am a McCaffrey truther. Like the guy a lot. think he's a stud. Um, I know you think he's going to get broken in half. But <clears throat> I think he's pretty swole. And he, his father had arguably the biggest biceps of any player to ever play in the NFL. So, um, other than Miles Garrett, dude's huge right now. But um, that's a big price tag. Once at five is nice, but like you said, Ed, the running back market is going to be just a nightmare at the draft. Um, I mean, we're looking at Joe Mixon being a forty-five dollar player, forty-five fifty dollar player. So. Doesn't doesn't really do a lot to excite me. <clears throat> um, all right, so after Wentz and Lewis, then we had the curtain keeping Thomas and Ertz. Can't believe we had you ranked that low with those guys, but uh, obviously Ertz is not being kept, and we're looking at Michael Thomas and Dalvin Cook from the curtain, correct? Yeah. How you feel about that? I think you should. I think you have a reason to feel really good about it. Yeah. Shame. If the offensive line's going to block what you did for Latin Murray in the preseason game, Dalvin Cook's going to be bonkers. Dude, they were... They put up some points last night. Of the whole slot, Murray had to run through Dalvin Cook scores on all of those. <laughs> Shame. Not to mention, the curtain got a huge fall for Samaji Piran. They could be sitting pretty in the shit track. I think people are stupid if they don't take him, but I mean, I'll draft him. P-Ron? Yeah. Alright. I wasn't sure if you were joking when you sent that out to the league. I had a quick look and I was like, is, is it serious? I wasn't sure if you were like sending out a joke or if that you actually were like trying to make a trade for him. The guy was almost a league winner last year. 
Was he good at the MD? No, not with the league. Everyone gets handouts, but in a normal league, P. Ryan probably wasn't very close to being a league winner. He fell off the end of the season. They don't like him, though. They don't like him for some reason. I don't... They don't have a choice. They still have Fat Rob. Who they benched last year for B. Ryan. They don't have a choice. Chris Thompson. Shane. They now know why Chris Thompson didn't get a ton of carries at Florida State. Yeah. They found that out the hard way. <clears throat> Alright, we got the curtain trending up. Shane, you like his keepers? Yeah, obviously gotta like his keepers. Uh, can't really go wrong. Michael Thomas. Long as Dalvin Cook's healthy, I mean... Pretty solid start. Got a good RB one, good R, good wide receiver one. Relatively, relatively cheap, not outrageous. Can't go wrong. Yeah, I think we could be getting ready to see Michael Thomas's breakout season this year. Feel really good about him. I think we could see third or fourth best receiver in the league this year. Um. All right. So next we had the Mad Dogs keeping Jordan Howard and Devonte Adams. Howard's obviously out. So who replaces him? Um, in your guys' opinion? Um, I have to go back and forth between the price sheet. I guess Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, 32. Yeah, I mean, I still think that's the guy. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I agree. I don't know, but he has a whole other lot of options. He's going to have to take that $32 hit. And Allen's not, not that Allen's not worth $32. He's definitely a good keeper, but How do we feel about that move getting rid of Jordan Howard by the Mad Dogs? I know, Eddie, I know you're out on Jordan Howard this year, but you're also the guy that's in on needing a running back coming into the draft. So how do you feel about him giving up an $11 Howard for 8 bucks and the ability to keep a $32 Keenan Allen? $13 net loss getting rid of Howard 
for Allen and eight bucks. So. Oh, you got eight, yeah, the eight bucks back for it. I guess makes it sting a little less, but. I'm I'm in the same boat. I there's no I like Jordan Howard. I would never give up a running back to be able to keep a thirty-two dollar uh, wide receiver who I think is a stud. Um. Now we should mention, I guess, that Mick was obviously trying to um, trade some nineteen draft cash. So quick little chance here for Shane to peel back the curtain of how the league operates. Give a little uh, insight into that whole conversation. Yeah, we had a couple of owners that wanted to trade 2019, which is next year's draft cash, before this year's draft. Uh, letting everyone know that that is not legal set up in our in our current format. Um, the only thing that would be allowed would be once our draft starts, you can start trading for 2019. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Season end, there's lock until the draft starts for the, for the next. Yeah, Mick, Mick came to me. He was trying to, actually Mick and Bull came to me because Mick was trying to move on a player from Bull's team. Mick was already maxed from trading his $25 from last year. Um, so he wanted to see if he could start moving his 19 money a year early. And we had to go to the competition committee who voted unanimously in favor of that um, not being the case. So. So we'll get a little clearer on the on the uh, little clearer than the mud that it is right now in the rule book of the draft this year. What were you, what were you saying, Eddie? Let's say for Bolt. Like, I don't know who the player, what the player's name was, but I don't understand why before the season even starts, you trade away a guy that could be redrafted for 2019 draft cash when you have. An entire calendar year to get that draft cash. I mean, like, I know, I know who the player was. Am I? I guess I'm allowed to say that, right? It wouldn't be. He, he, you can do whatever you want. It's your league. <laughs> he, We're all in your world. <laughs> I, I didn't want someone to know Mick's target, but I'm pretty sure Mick's not gonna, the only guy that's going to be going after Evan Engram this year. So, um, he was trying to get Evan Engram for a dollar, which would have been a great keeper. So, um. Yeah. Would have solved this whole thirty-two dollar can out. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. <clears throat> um. Next, we had the Weevils keeping Adam Thielen and Devontae Freeman. That's not changing for me. I think that's staying how we had it from last year. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I may have had someone else down at one point, but I always kind of thought it was Freeman and Thielen. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be Freeman and Thielen. I'm just going through. I think Ingram is the only other one I guess you could really, really consider. <clears throat> um, if we have a price tag, we can 
Kenyon Drake. Yeah, Kenyon, Kenyon Drake would have been another guy that I would have maybe thought about. Um, I'm also a huge Cooper Cup fan for this year, but not sure he's better than any of those guys, obviously. <clears throat> I will get a Drake price tag here. Drake was 28. He was a waiver wire guy. So rather a feeling for five. Um, I think it's Drake and Freeman. You like Drake for 28 over Thielen? Yes. I don't like Drake $23 better. I'm I'm out on feeling, don't get me wrong. I think Diggs is the guy there this year. Um but it's hard to hard to pass up a five dollar receiver like that. Drake's gonna be like a fifty dollar running back in our league. Yeah, but do you think he's actually gonna provide that kind of value? They signed Frank Gore and they drafted a running back. I mean, obviously I'm not worried about Gore, but to bring in two more guys, and that's a bad football team. Like you they're, think you, get, think you get a better chance of production out of a $28 Kenyon Drake versus a $50 Kenyon Drake when you're looking at, I mean, there's going to be $5 <clears throat> receivers that produce. You can get someone else that's this year's Adam Thielen. I know what you want to say, but you won't say it. What's that? I know what you want to say, but you won't say it. Bull's, <laughs> Bull's going to go home with $23 in his pocket anyway, so he might as well use it with his keepers. <laughs> no, I mean... <clears throat> he spent well at the beginning of last year's draft. Yeah. He came out guns blazing. I think there was just a fall-off. Um, which, I mean, it should be expected. The first year he didn't spend it all. The second year he came out guns blazing, but there was like a middle of the draft where he lost feel for it. So I think this year he'll do, I think this year he'll be, he'll have a better feel for it going into his third year drafting since probably did his first year. I think he'll have a better understanding of how to spend the money. I mean, the first year, after the first draft, I think he regretted not going guns blazing in the beginning. So he did that in the second year, but lost that mid-tier. So he I think he did win. Yeah, he won a couple of running backs early last year. I forget who they were, but... McCoy was <clears> one of them for like 62 or something. McCoy, I think he got Mixon. Maybe Isaiah Crowell. So he came out and got players who just ended up not being the right players. But that that could happen to anybody. Uh, Shane, you're in on it being Thielen and Freeman? Yeah. All right. Sure, wish that Curtin had a five dollar feeling to trade off in that that trade that he stole. That that couldn't have worked out any worse for you. Yeah. All right. Um, the clan got him keeping. Uh, we're officially changing his name. They're just known as the clan now. It's too it's too PC, it's too PG in this world right now. So the clan's keeping. Uh, Melvin Gordon and Tyreek Hill. No change for me. 
Eddie Case to be made for Julian Edelman over Tyreek Hill. I guess he's the only other guy I would consider, but that four-game suspension doesn't. Here's the case. All right, I got it. <clears throat> he's going to get suspended four games, and he's still going to catch, or he's still going to have 45 more targets than him, 50 more targets. I mean, I also think Patrick Mahomes is going to suck. Yeah, there's that. I know Shane feels the same way. Yeah, I don't know. Sammy Watkins in town now in KC. Yeah. Still have the next Jake the Snake. This man has Matt Ryan, Jameis Winston, Jared Goff, and Josh McCown on his roster. So he doesn't have the next Jake the Snake anymore. He does not. <laughs> Look for him to be drafted at some point during the year, though. Yes. Hills, Hills, what? 16 bucks? Edelman's five. We saw what Fegley did when he had money two years ago in the draft. When he had all the 225, he went out and uh, made it to the title game. So it'll be interesting to see what he does at this year's draft. I got him keeping Gordon and Hill, though, but I wouldn't be surprised if that changes. Um, all right, next team we have is the Wolves. We had him keeping Bell and Juju. I'm all for Team Wolves keeping Bell and Brown. And having $37 left to fill their roster. I just want to see it happen. I tried to tell Phil it's impossible to draft that way. And he said, no, it's not. So I want to see him do it. But I don't think he will. I think it's Bell and Diggs. doesn't have digs? It's not on his roster. But for me, it was down to digs and Juju as his second keeper. I mean, I'm pretty sure we all think he's keeping Le'Veon Bell. Uh, and then it would be digs, Juju, and Brown as his other three options. But I don't see digs, just so you know. Diggs is a free agent. Alright, I need you guys to filibuster while I do some research here. Um, I don't know what that word means. Talk for a while with no real aim or intention of getting anywhere. Okay. Nobody knows the wolves better than Shane, so you should probably, should probably deflect, defer to him there. 
wants to keep Bellin Brown, but I think in his heart he knows that he can't. But <clears throat> to keep Bell, that's going to come down. It's Stefan Diggs is available for trade if anyone wants to keep her. <laughs> Did you just add him? He's now on the steel curtain. <laughs> oh my God, stop. Come on. Come on, what? I got to look to see what he did. Crosses are locked anyway, so you can't do that. But <laughs> Why are they locked? Add, oh, add, add drop right. is locked. Huh? Add drop is definitely locked. I didn't think someone would leave a guy like Stefan Diggs out there. Especially one as accomplished as the Wolves. As soon as the competition committee, I didn't mean to add him. It happened by accident. Can we just keep it? <laughs> I'll send out, send out a text and see what the guys say. So he didn't own Diggs at the end of last year, obviously. Great. Now we're going to have drama the week before keepers. Can't wait. Well, he was supposed to be in that. No, he wasn't supposed to be in that trade D with you guys. So he dropped him on December twenty eighth at four thirty. Four thirty in the morning. Okay, I'm gonna let you handle that one, Shane. You can let your boy know, all right? What, uh... <clears throat> when did our season end? <laughs> Look, he's trying to get him back on his team now. Oh, uh, I thought... <laughs> yeah. If your boy gets you Funches back, you gotta get him dicks back. So good. <laughs> no, um, when did our season end? Our season ended... So when was the last game, you're asking? Yes. <clears throat> well, the 28th was a Thursday. Um, The twenty fourth. So he he dropped him he dropped him after, but that was the he that was the whole thing where he added players. He, so I don't know how we handled that. I forget who he added, but he added guys to keep for next year. So he added like Mahomes and Wayne Gallman and those guys. Yeah. The roster lock as soon as the season ends? Yes. 
I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hope that he keeps Bell and Juju. Yeah, because Diggs is on my team now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough. <laughs> enough of the Wolves. So we gotta go back to the curtain. The curtain is probably gonna keep Diggs and uh, Cook. Oh. Love the Vikings offense this year. Viking stack. All right, next is T-Bag Hunt and Evans. For some reason, we had that combo as the fourth best team in the league. Um, obviously, Hunt is not being kept. So it's Rodgers and Evans, right, Shane? Uh, it's on the side at this point. <clears throat> oh, I wanted a Lee Corso there. I'm so fast, my friend. <laughs> fast. Um, no bigger Derek Henry fan than me. Still a believer. You kept him all year in your flex spot while he was a backup, so you might as well let him uh, be your keeper when he's a starter now. Exactly. Well, I'm the best. Derek Henry had my squad all year last year. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it looks like I have three options. I'm obviously keeping Rodgers. I'm the one that quarterback. Bad. That's down to Evans and Henry. <clears throat> Any thoughts, Ed? I'd probably keep Devin Funches. He's a really integral part of your team. So I'd keep him. I think if anyone brings up Funches at the draft, Shane's going to cut him. (laughs) Shane's tired of here. What? Hashtag, I didn't click it. (laughs) I'm going to get a shirt that says that. After Shane, uh, we had the hammer. Shane and Kev next to each other, as it always should be. We got the hammer keeping Fournette and Hopkins. Yeah. It's a little pricey, but I think Butler's pretty much said that he's locked into that. That is correct. <clears throat> um, what it's going to be. What'd you say? I don't guess that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, next we had the park. Burke's Catholic baseball head coach, Brandon Scher, keeping Ezekiel Elliott and David Johnson. That's good. Those good football players. Yeah. <laughs> David Johnson at nine bucks. Man, if I wouldn't have got rid of David Johnson, I would have to debate between Gurley Kamara and David Johnson this year. Hilarious. <laughs> um, is he making a mistake throwing back OBJ? <clears throat> yes. Who should he? Th- who should he keep OBJ over? And David Johnson is not close. Beckham, Beckham would be sixty bucks. Johnson's nine. Yeah, just from a pure points, I think Beckham's going to outplay David Johnson this year. But yes, either wise, Johnson's better. All right, and finally, the dogs keeping Gurley and Kamara. 
going to stay that way pending any injuries. Uh, Who do you want me to keep? Chris Carson? Yes. He traded for him. Just because I had to put somebody in. All I'm saying is guys on that team know a player when they see one. Uh, Carson's a player. Guarantee he gets the first carry in Seattle this year. Yeah, for 81 points this season. I like it. <laughs> That's because people still think Rashad Penny's a starter and he's not. Carson's the guy. See me at the draft table for him. Um, Alright, what are you guys most excited for in 18? What are the Sons of Fantasy storylines? I think you could say sure has better keepers than me. No, nah, you can't. His are much are more expensive than yours. He's got more money than me. Yeah. I could release better than his players. T-Bag or the Patriots make it back to the playoffs this year. It was weird not seeing them in the playoffs last year. It was weird. Will Butler make four straight playoff appearances? And, I go with yes, he will. And who's going to be drafting for the 2019 divisions with me? Next year. It's going to happen when Cause has to draft with himself for the 2019 year. Yeah, we'll have to figure something out if that happens. Eddie, what are you looking forward to? I got nothing. This is riveting. And thrilled for the 2018 season. So we got draft day in two weeks. Fegley's house. <clears throat> Trying not to make it a speed draft like it's been the last couple of years. Let's have some fun. Let's stretch this thing out a little bit. Let's slow slow play some, some bids. Just for some of the members of our league, also known as Kevin Butler, can you please let everyone know when the draft is? <laughs> uh... August 26th, and I think we're looking at a noon, noonish start time. August 26th, okay. Yeah. I got to start getting a hold of him, making sure I'll be there. Um, who will be the first player thrown? <clears throat> I would have to guess that it would be... Well, who's gonna have the first throw? <coughs> I don't know. I gotta. I gotta. Uh... Finish last. I forget. That's not how it works. 
we got to draw names. No, that's uh, the old league. That's the baseball league. You guys want to draw numbers right now? You guys want to draw the order on the podcast? Yeah? No? Are you sure that's the way we do it? <laughs> yeah. So here's how we're going to do it. I got a random number generator on Google right now. All right. And as you can see in the podcast agenda, there's a number next to everybody's name. All right. So when that number comes up in the random 1 through 12 generator, that'll be the order of our throws. All right. So I'm going to generate the first number. It's number 12. That means... Ty Storms has the first throw in the 2019 draft. Next number is three. That's the hammer. Next is six. That is the clan. Fegley. Next number is five. That's the Wolves. Next number is four. That is, take your ball and go home. Shane and Phil right next to each other. It's weird. What'd you say? Hand check. Next number is 10. Ice cream. Remember, these, this is not the order that you have to sit in, just the order that the throws are going to be. So Shane and Phil don't have to sit next to each other if they don't want to. Uh, next number is 8. That's Mick. You get to sit wherever you want now? Yeah, we did last year, too. Ah, Christ, it's just that one year I got stuffed in the corner, couldn't see anything. They had to sit where we should. Uh, next is Papa Kaz. Four guys left. picked it that's a new one number seven that is the weevils all right so that leaves me eddie and sure left so i'm looking for a number two um number nine and a number one there's two so sure is 10th, and then me and Ed, 11 and 12. All right, I came up first. So Ed is the last throw. All right, so here's our order. Tyler Storms, Butler, Fegley, Phil, 
Shane, Troy, Micah, Papa Kaz, Bull, Sure, myself, and Ed. That's the throwing order for the 2018 draft. Shane, you can look up the last prior years to see how we did it. You got a week to appeal. And you appeal yourself, so. Alright, anything else for the good of the order? No? <clears throat> Guys are starting to take the field, getting excited. Someone's trapped in. <laughs> Signing off for Eddie Mitchum and Shane Stein. I'm your host, Matt Kozlowski. Two out of three, defending champion of the Sons of Fantasy Football League. Looking to make it three out of four. Hoping that Todd can take me to the promised land yet again. Thanks for listening. We're a week away from Keepers. Two weeks away from draft day. And about four and a half months away from me hoisting it for the third time. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll talk soon.